Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of NFL Draft Triple Take presented by UPMC. Mike Pursuta, Dale Lawley, and Matt Williamson with you once again as we uh, try to do our best to get you prepped up and studied up for the NFL Draft today. Uh, the three of us will be talking about our first-round mocks, Mock 2.0. We kind of threw some stuff at the wall to get things started, to get the ball rolling. And I don't know about you guys, I'm still at the throw stuff at the wall stage of this mock <laughs> draft process. Uh, it's a little early in the game for me, but uh, we do get an idea uh, and an appreciation, more importantly, of these players as we talk about them uh, in in this kind of context. I want to do things a little bit differently for Mach 2.0. Our uh, our first mock, not that it wasn't all compelling and fascinating, but uh, it took a while to get through it, 32 picks, and we all got a lot of opinions. So we're going to break this up into thirds, kind of. I wasn't a math major. We're going to go picks 1 through 10, 10 through 20, and then 20 through 32. And uh, I just want to feel you guys uh, out and get uh, an idea of what you think the uh, the compelling parts of, of those sections of the round are what you're most interested in seeing unfold. Uh, Matt, let's start with you because uh, looking at the Lions at number two, I think everybody in America has Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan going to Detroit. Is that the biggest lock of this entire draft? Assuming Evan Neal or someone else goes number one, which is you know how I projected it. And I think that both these guys will like to combine up. I, I think so. I mean, there's always that wild card out there of could one of these quarterbacks, you know, just be blow everybody away and everybody's calling to get up in that top five. I, I just don't think that's the case. I think the Lions and Hutchinson and, oh, by the way, went to Michigan are the, the perfect marriage for what they're looking for with their franchise. Dale, uh, the quarterback class is generating a lot of interest as it always does. I, I'm sensing more disparity of opinion or, or disagreement of analysis maybe than ever before. Uh, is Carolina at six a quarterback possibility? Is Denver at nine a quarterback possibility? I've got Carolina going tackle and the Broncos going with a quarterback, but how do you see it breaking down? You know, it's it's a lot's going to depend on how the free agent market breaks down. Uh, you know, when we start free agency uh, on March 16th, are those teams going to be aggressive and go out and sign somebody or make a trade for somebody in which case either they won't be picking in these spots uh, or they'll, they'll take something else. So that's something that uh, you want to keep an eye on here. Uh, but certainly I think that the Carolina Panthers are in play. I think that's where the quarterback talk talk starts. And then you got Denver at nine is uh, also a quarterback. The teams, the other teams in the top 10, Maybe Atlanta's in that quarterback market, but I just don't see that this year. Certainly, you know, when you start then at 11, the Washington Commanders would also be a quarterback team. Yeah, Matt and I both have uh, Kenny Pickett of Pitt going to the Commanders. Dale, uh, I think you had Pickett there last time, but you're switching it up this time. Am I remembering that correctly? I believe so. I got him going at nine to Denver again, assuming they don't do something, uh, you know, to, to acquire a veteran quarterback. Uh, and you know, I, I know a lot of fans are talking about this draft like Pickett's a slam dunk to be the number one quarterback taken. There's no way that he gets past this or that or whatever. That's not the case. Uh, you know, I think, you know, a lot of what happens at the combine, how the interview go, how the interviews go, the on-field workouts, the measurements, all that stuff's going to play a factor in this. Oh, huge fraud. Now, Williamson's going to be out there with his hand meter measuring, <laughs> measuring that double-jointed thumb. But you're also – 
you know, the thing that we didn't get to see, Mike, is we got to see five of the top six quarterbacks at the at the Senior Bowl. But we didn't get to see Matt Corral, and he's also in that conversation. So now, presumably, assuming all these guys go to the combine and throw and do all that stuff, you're going to get a chance to see them all and talk to them all. They all got to do interviews at the Senior Bowl as well, while Corral didn't. So, you know, that's going to play a factor here as well. Uh, Looking at the uh, bottom end of the uh, 11 through 20 segment of our uh, mock 2.0 here on the first round, uh, the Steelers are picking 20th. Uh, Matt, I think you and I are both uh, in concert on Malik Willis of Liberty going to Pittsburgh. And uh, Dale, I'm looking for your uh, number 20 overall selection here. I, Willis didn't make it down to them in my uh, in my selections. I haven't taken Trevor Penning. Just because um, the, 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 the court, if the quarterback's there, they take him. But since he's not there, since he's tackle. not there, you, you go with the next best, uh, next best guy. I don't know if I don't know if if uh, Trevor Penning makes it down to them, but I'll tell you what: if you want to create a mindset on your offensive line and, and kind of have a guy that's a tone setter, that guy's a tone setter. Uh, you know, you're you're going to be a nasty physical offensive line when he's on when he's part of your line. I, I think the other guys would then kind of pick up from that, you know, and, and kind of take that along as well I, you know he played some guard at the senior bowl so you could put him there initially you could put him at tackle it just depends on what you want to do with him uh but i like him in fact you're starting to see some mock drafts out there that now have him as the number three tackle in this draft as opposed to and charles cross dropping to fourth yeah interesting stuff there i have penning going 17 to the chargers so he wasn't even in the mix with me for the steelers and I think I might get accused a little bit of some homerism here, having Willis fall all the way to 20, because deep down, I think he'll go earlier than that. But I had Pickett going 11 to Washington. And then after that, there's not that many hurdles, you know, that, that, that a quarterback has to jump over. Yeah, to get I, have, to 20, I have Willis going know? to the Saints at 18. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's I thought one about of the New Orleans, hurdles. But yeah. I, I have a hunch that New Orleans is going to lock up Jameis Winston and not be in this market and go after a receiver. I don't take Drake London. So, I mean, maybe the Steelers have to move to 17 for a Willis or a quarterback of their choice. But and maybe they uh, can. I mean, right. Philadelphia's got picks at 15, 16, and 19. You would think they're going to move one way or another. They're not. Yeah, going they're to not making all three yeah. of those, right? And the Chargers at seventeen, uh, probably defensive linemen, but you could maybe move down a couple and uh, mm-hmm. reap reap a little reward for getting the guy you would have got anyway. That's a that's a move possibility as well, I would think. Willis, to me, Matt, uh, I think the most upside maybe of all these guys, but Agreed. I also think he's got the furthest to go, and he's coming from the furthest point away. And I know it only takes one team to love him and pick him, but I, I bet there's a lot of uh, disparity of opinion on this guy. A hundred percent. And you have to have a little bit of job security to draft a guy like that as well. You know, like Carolina comes to mind of maybe they can't wait. You know, you don't want to draft them for the next staff or group. And, you know, obviously the Steelers have that advantage. And the other thing, I hundred percent agree with what you're saying, but I also think the day that Willis gets drafted, He's the second or third best running quarterback in the league already, you know, and a much better prospect than, say, a guy like Jalen Hurts, who's getting by with that as he's learning. So I think you could throw him in the mix right away because of some of the traits he has possibly, you know, well, I mean, who knows? You see how he worked out in the preseason and whatnot, but because of his Trump cards, he might be able to stay above water while he's learning the finer points. Dale, is he a guy that you have a package for if he's a rookie? 
and he's. I not think you do. I, I think you you come yardage up, goal yeah. line. Yeah, it, yeah, much like the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson his rookie year, you kind of and it gives him a chance to get behind center a little bit and learn the speed of the yeah. game. While he's, down. Yeah, while he's learning the position, and, sure. and he, he's a great he. He had the second or the fastest, uh, or uh, they measure the the ball coming out of these guys' hands at the Senior Bowl. Josh Allen had the fastest time in that um, since they've it's been a miles per hour thing. It's how hard miles per hour out of their hand. He beat Josh Allen's throw by 10 miles per hour, <laughs> 10 miles per hour. And oh, by the way, is, a, is an outstanding runner. I, I don't know if he makes it out of the top 10 when it's all said and done. I think he's the number one quarterback in this draft class, but you know, it's, he's not going to be for everyone. It's a Matt's yes. point. You know, yeah. I think there's, you're going to have to have a team that's willing to, to work with this guy and has, has that kind of stability. Again, I, I think you, you have to be a coaching staff that's pretty secure in your jobs and, and, and not on the hot seat. And, you know, I, but I do think there are some things that you can do with this guy as a rookie that you couldn't do with other quarterbacks in this draft class. And of course, some of these free agent quarterbacks will be signed by then. Jimmy Garoppolo could be on a different team, you know, so teams with quarterback needs like Denver comes to mind. I had them passing on a quarterback just with the hunch that they might land somebody who's a little more win now-ish. Yeah, just so people are clear, Mike and I aren't talking about a slash package here. We're not talking about Cordell Stewart part two, where you make him a wide receiver. You make him a weapon in the backfield. No, you bring him in on third and two and you run a play-action boot yeah. or uh, a designed quarterback run, similar to what Buffalo does with Josh Allen. He's a big you guy. Do that on the goal line. Yeah, find creative ways to incorporate his talents in a manner that they can help your football team win, which is kind of the idea with everybody. Dale, let's stick with you. Picks 21 through 32 are our last third, so to speak, of the uh, Mach 2.0 edition of the first round. A little more than a third, but... Uh, Jamison Williams, you've got him going 26th to Tennessee. And that's, uh, of course, the profoundly talented wide receiver from Alabama who suffered the knee injury in uh, the national championship game. And that probably knocked him, what, out of the top 15, but not out of the first round if the medicals are positive. It's Yeah, it's going to be tough to, you know, to kind of project where he goes. He's much kind of like uh, Willis, the conversation we just had there. For a coaching staff to be able to take him, and be able to maybe have him sit and wait, uh, you know, until let's say November, until he's ready to 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 fully get back to football type stuff. You got to be a you got to be a, a pretty secure coaching staff in your in your job. Like you're the, you don't have to you're not in a situation where your team's in disarray and you you know you're going to wait on this kid and by the time he's ready to go, you've already been fired. Um, you know, so one of these teams to me, I I really think it starts. Maybe maybe at twenty down as opposed to fifteen down, where he's where he's that guy. You know, if you're adding him to a a team that was a playoff team last year, you had a pretty good roster that that you know you can you can kind of get by without this guy until he's ready to go. Because you know, if if not for the injury, I thought he was the best receiver in this draft class. Yeah, I didn't yeah. factor in trades to my first round here, uh, so I got him going to Philly actually in that clump of picks. 15, 16, 19. I got That's not going. a bad spot either. Yeah. No, right. They need one. They can wait a little bit, but they do need And they've them. got the excess picks that they can yeah. afford to do that. 
Matt, you uh, had a thought? Yeah, I like that landing spot too. I had him going to the Raiders as a real Al Davis pick. I mean, if this guy could run a 40, it, he would light it up. And, you know, that when they lost rugs, their their offense noticeably dropped off. They, a vertical threat like that would make a lot of sense. You know, to Dale's point, maybe a team like Arizona or Buffalo or Tennessee, as he mentioned, or even Tampa or Kansas City, that's pretty well set, can win games as he recovers. And uh, Dale, speaking of uh, your selections, 31st overall, DeMarvin Leal, Texas A&M going to the Bengals. I think everybody but you has the Bengals picking an offensive lineman. Not that they don't need defense as well, but uh, seemingly there's more of a crying need on the other side of the ball. Is this a, a best athlete or most intriguing chess piece available type of pick? I really think the Bengals will probably address the offensive line in free agency. They have the cap space to do so. Um, you know, they're they're kind of in that win now mode because Burrow's still on his rookie contract. So they can then afford to take that best player available, not to mention the fact that I had the Dolphins taking Bernard Raymond, uh, the offensive tackle out of Central Michigan, who would make a lot of sense for the Bengals as well. So, you know, if that's the case and the, and the offensive linemen are pretty much picked over by the time you get to 31 – which is the case oftentimes. I mean, that's, that's the, the problem with, with picking at the, you know, from 25 down, you're not getting blue chip offensive linemen, um, you know, getting Leal there, who I think is the best uh, pass rushing defensive tackle in this draft. Um, you know, he would fit into what they do defensively. They want to get there with that four man pass rush. And, and uh, you know, I, I think he fits that. Leal could even play DN for them. And they always right. like king size DNs in their four, three, you know, that makes some sense. Yeah. And he, you know, he can, um, Wherever he lines up in early downs, he can rush the passer from inside to Dale's point. That, that four-man rush, he's going to help that. And uh, Another guy that just looks ridiculously good to me. Uh, Texas A&M has a lot of those guys in this draft. But, I mean, what, I'm just talking how he how he wears 290 pounds. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. These guys look, look athletic. They look like power forwards. They're recruiting yeah. pretty well there, apparently. Coaching them up pretty good, too. That's going to do it for our – Mock 2.0, I want to remind everybody a couple things. Number one, these are subject to change, at least mine is. <laughs> it already has. Guys, I know you uh, you moved a few spots around uh, on yours as well, but uh, we're not we're not taking this to Vegas just yet. We're, we're just kind of uh, going through the reps and, and, and seeing how the balls fall and uh, getting an early look at, at round one. We will uh, all zero in uh, when it is time, but we're not there yet. But uh, in the meantime... Uh, by all means, please keep finding us however and wherever you're finding us and uh, play along at home with the uh, mock draft uh, board version of Triple Take Game. You can get those somewhere. Uh, you can get these programs on all of the Steelers' social media platforms. Uh, Matt, Dale, and myself are uh, doing a number of things, uh, both positionally and globally, uh, in terms of the mocks as we get you ready for the upcoming NFL draft. Until the next time. For Matt Williamson and Dale Lawley, I'm Mike Persuda. You've been uh, listening, watching, reading, experiencing the NFL Draft Triple Take presented by UPMC.